Okay. Thank you. Uh, you know, as I was thinking this and, and thinking about what I wanted to say here just a little bit, as I see stories like this, it just reminds me of, of who God is and what God has done. And it's not true just in the Bible, and we're going to talk about that, but even in life of, of how God works in our lives so much. I have a friend, uh, Eliud. Eliud lives in Guatemala, and um, he's been writing to me, to several people, um, Eliud just found out that he has five warrants out for his arrest. Eliud is a word life missionary. And so, so this is a little bit concerning here. What has happened is that um, Eliud got rid of a car uh, some time ago, and somehow the title was never transferred. And so this car has been used in at least five major crimes, and Eliud's name is on the title. And so they're, they're after him. And they've told him, uh, first of all, they said, don't go to the police station, don't give yourself up. In Guatemala, that would not be a good thing to do because uh, you could wind up there for a long, long, long time. <clears throat> and uh, he has to be careful leaving the house because there are police checkpoints in Guatemala and they could stop him and could arrest him there. And so they have some uh, lawyers, they're working on the case. And in fact, he wrote on Friday, that they met with a, a guy because they found another case now. <clears throat> and uh, they went to him, uh, to, to this uh, prosecutor, and the prosecutor is wanting a bribe to help things through. And they said, no, we're not going to do that. That's not what we're about. And so his lawyers went there, explained that. And they thought it was not going to go well. As it turned out, I think God was at work. They believed God was at work. And this prosecutor said, that, that's fine. And he's, uh, he's going to... Uh, really try to move things through for Eliud. They have a court date set up now, and it all looks good. And, and on top of that, Eliud said, you know, one of the things he says, I'm wondering what's going on here. I don't know why. I don't understand this. But one of the great things is that he has had a chance to share Christ with his two lawyers, uh, people he would never have known before, who uh, he's, he's uh, shared the love of Christ with them. Uh, one of them is a believer, and one that looks like the, she will become a believer. And so he's saying, you know, in all this, all the things that God is at work in, as hard as it might be, it's really great to see him. And, and I think about that, and then I think about the story we just saw here. It is absolutely true as we see the life of Moses and the Israelites and all that God did. And some of it was not easy. Some of it was really hard. And we can get thrilled, we can get excited, we're challenged. And as I look at stories like this, and as I think about the things that God is at work in, I want that to be in my life. And I expect that some of you do too. That somehow you, you want that, that song to be in your heart, that song that says, our God is great. You know, and, and in that, wonder and ask, you know, how is it? How, how can I get to the place where my faith and my trust in God really grows? And I can say that in, in the song that Miriam sang that there's no one like you, Lord. And as I look at that, I want to look at just one quick little passage here that's from Exodus. It's what uh, the story is about. And this is taken from the, the song that was sung after, uh, after the crossing of the Red Sea and everything that happened. And we're not going to read the whole thing, but in Exodus 15, uh, just three verses I want to read there. 
And it says this in Exodus 15, uh, verse 2, he says this. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will praise him. My Father's God, and I will exalt him. And then jumping down to verse uh, number uh, 11. Who among the gods is like you, O Lord? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in glory, working wonders? And then verse 13. In your unfailing love, you will lead the people you have redeemed. In your strength, you will guide them to your holy dwelling. Just real quickly, uh, three things. It centers around in knowing who he is, knowing who God is, and knowing what God has done. And as we think about that, how are ways, what are ways that we can learn things that will really begin to build in us, build our heart of faith and our strength uh, in, in him? Verse 2, he says, The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will praise him. My Father's God, and I will exalt him. Three simple little words. I'll start with L. The first one is learn. To, to learn the stories, the history, the poetry, even the prophecies of the Scripture, of the Bible. To learn them, to know them, to read them, to know who God is. You see, the Scriptures declare absolutely who God is and what He is like and what He has done. And so we take time to read that, and you look at that, and for instance... You read right at the beginning of Genesis, Genesis 1, the creation, the account of creation and, and the awesome power and majesty of God in creation. Or you go to Psalm 19. <clears throat> in Psalm 19, uh, there again, the psalmist talks about creation and, and seeing the glory of God in creation. Or a little bit later in the Psalm, Psalm 139, as, as the writer writes there, to begin to understand and see the deepness of his character, of who he is and how he works and how he loves. And going into the prophets in Jeremiah, in Jeremiah 29, 11, reading about the depth of, of God's plan for us. <clears throat> or jumping to the New Testament. And reading a place like Titus 3, 5. Where, where he talks about the mercies of God. We're not redeemed by our own ways, but by the mercies of God. And to see who he is and the deepness of that. You just, just taking time to read his word, to see who he is and what he is like. And, and I know a lot of you do that. I know a lot of us take time when we try to read daily a little bit. But, and it's not just so something we do, but so that we understand of who he is. Some people say, but I don't read too well, Jim. Well, that's okay. There are all sorts of apps out there that you can put on your phone or somewhere else that you can just, uh, you can listen to Scripture. I want to say this carefully, but there are ways... Even, you know, there are, are some programs or there are, are uh, movies and things that really would show some of, the, of who God is as they take the scriptures. Uh, the Jesus story is one that just really shows who he is. Uh, whatever it is, it's just take time to learn who he is because as we learn who he is from the scriptures, we begin to know who he is and what he has done. The second word focuses on something else in verse uh, verse 11 he says who among the gods 
is like you, O Lord, who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in glory, working wonders. The scriptures do absolutely declare who God is. And, and th they are extremely valuable for that, as well as telling about the whole story of salvation and everything else. The scriptures declare. But I think we also see him at work in the lives of, of other people. I mean, we can look back in history and see things. I think things currently, right now, I mean, you can read things in, in magazines that tell about what God is doing. Uh, there are blogs you can read. There are podcasts. A couple of examples here just with this <clears throat> of a blog. We, sell, uh, uh, we, um, we support a missionary, uh, Aubrey McQuaid, uh, from the church here. Uh, Aubrey is a missionary. She serves with um, Teachers Without Borders, uh, Teach Beyond, and she's in Lesbos, Greece. It's, a, it's the island where a lot of refugees come. And she is there and using her skills. She doesn't even know the language there yet and using what she knows about art and teaching. and just uh, It's an incredible ministry. And she has a blog that she, she sends out about once a month or maybe a little sooner, more than that. Uh, she's just been in Jordan because uh, her, uh, her visa lasts only so long she has to leave the country to go back in. And she's beginning to learn Arabic. While she was there... She met some people uh, who were going up to Lebanon to see what they can do because they have a, a passion to do the same sort of ministry that she's involved with there in Lesbos. And uh, so she went with them and began to look at that. It's just to see God working and pulling those things together. It, it's really, really exciting. God is at work there as well. I, uh, I subscribe to a thing called Sports Spectrum. It's a magazine as well as a blog. It talks about sports, especially from a Christian perspective. And just this week, uh, I got a thing, and there's a, there's a blog, some things you can read there. And one, uh, one of the short little stories there is about Monty Williams. He, he is a, an assistant coach with the Sixers right now. I think he's going to be going to Phoenix. Uh, but Monty is one, and it just talks about his life. He is a believer in Christ. He loves the Lord. A couple of years ago, he was in, in the news with some things because his wife had passed away and just how he just honored the Lord in all of that. And it just goes on with that. You can see God at work. We have a thing we use here at church right now, media, and a lot of different things. And, and you can get, get on that. You can be a part of that. You can go online and get that. And there are a lot of stories on there as well. And seeing God at work. Or just here. People at FCC to see how God is at work in their lives. Some of them are facing hard things. They are hard. But you, they still would agree that God is at work. There are some, there are some incredible things that God has done in blessing and helping them. Some people who have struggles and see how God is lifting them up. The, the, the point is this, just, just as we learn who God is, as we see who he is in the scriptures, also then listen, that's the word, listen to the stories of how he has worked in others. God has worked and shows himself in the Bible as to who he is. God is at work in others, and we can see that and read about that and listen to that. Verse 13 says, um, In your unveiling love you will lead the people you have redeemed. In your strength you will guide them to your holy dwelling. The other th word I would use is look. Look at your own life. 
to see what he's done because you see god is at work in you you may not even always understand it but i would say that god is actively at work in you he wants you he desires you to know him he desires to work in your life and he is at work in your life and for you to take time to look at that to see what god is doing and some people say jim you know that I looked at, and I don't see, I can't see much. Now I would suggest this, at least do this. Remember what you were before. And remember what you are now by the grace of God. Remember what you were like before. And what God is doing in you now. That, that's because of what God is doing in your life. He is at work in you. Some people journal and write, and that helps them think about, look at what God is doing. Uh, there's a thing you can do. You can do uh, uh, write your life story. We did something like this in the last leadership uh, thing we had here at church. And uh, it, it's very simply take time and write down a list of people who have influenced you, uh, maybe books that influenced you, events in your life, uh, just all those things. Put them together and, and put them kind of on a timeline. And as you do that, you begin to see and understand and, and uh, know that God is at work in you. And as, as we see that, we begin to grow in our own faith and trust. Say, yes, God is actively at work in me. He is working in me to bring about His glory and my good. It's a wonderful thing to remember that our God is great. It really is. And I think it's even more wonderful as we think about it to know that God wants to and will build our trust and faith in Him as we take time to know Him more and more, to learn from His words, from the Scripture, to listen to the stories of how God has worked in the lives of others, and to look at what God is doing in you. And when we do these things, I do believe that God will use those things to bring about and develop in us a deeper faith and trust in who he is. And we can sing. Part of our song of our heart will be, our God is great. Let's pray together. Father, we want to thank you so much for the time that we have here. Thank you so much for the portrayal here of the kids in this musical and remembering what you did in the lives of Moses and Miriam and Aaron and Joshua and the rest of the children of Israel. And God, we're reminded of your greatness. And as we spend this time here, we're reminded of that, we rejoice in that. Help us to also desire and let you begin to build that faith and trust even more. Help us to learn from your word. Help us to listen to stories of what you've done in the lives of others and look at our own lives to see what you have done. Thank you for that. In Christ's name, amen. amen. You are dismissed. Thank you for coming.